know, I'm glad it, it may have taken us two episodes, but we finally, on the third episode, we came in a timely manner. We got everything working quickly. Yeah, we actually weren't, like, 30 minutes behind, like, our start time, like we usually are. We're actually recording earlier. Yeah. Would you like um, to tell the audience why, Aiden? Yes, I'm going to the opera tonight to uh, completely conform to my Italian heritage, so I become one with the meatball. Yes. I am going to see Carmen tonight. So I nice. fancy. Yeah, I am currently doing the podcast in a suit and a nice shirt. He's looking really fresh, guys. He's looking like a, a Meds Warehouse commercial right now. It's real. It's real Fuego right now. The fit. Uh, I look like uh, my uh, mom is a my mom watches uh, Fox and Friends every morning. <laughs> of course she does. And um, every like every morning I'd wake up and I'd go downstairs. She'd make us breakfast, something beautiful, you know, like some waffles, some pancakes. Right. And I got reminded of it because this, this jacket is from Joseph A. Bank. Oh, yeah. You look like Joseph A. Bank? Oh, and yeah. And literally every single morning. Those like, ads with the discounts. Yeah, they, like they the always had deals. $2,000 suit is now only $1,500. <laughs> I got this one for 30 I got second oh, wow. hand. J- I said J.P. Porker. Joseph A. Bank, you're really slacking. Yeah. Uh, actually, no. Joseph A. Bank, if you want to sponsor the podcast. Actually, yeah, I'm so sorry. If you want to sponsor Aiden, Aiden dresses well on a more regular basis than I do. So, <laughs> um, you, you have to realize, I just dropped 30 in, on a suit. So, I'm trying to get a sponsor now. So, if you bang, want to get me Joseph. 30 on a suit. You know Joey when you Bacall. said, uh, so, like, you were talking about how you, where you were getting the inspiration for your fit from, and you said your mom watches Fox and Friends. I thought you were going to say you looked like Sean Hannity or something, and I was no, really I'm going confused. for a Tucker Carlson type thing right Ooh, Tucker. now. Tucker. 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 Can't cuck the tuck. Tucker looks like he was either, like, the, Tucker Carlson looks like he was a jock in high school, but he was, like, the punter. You know, like, he was a jock because he played sports, but he wasn't, like, a, a made skilled position player. He was definitely the manager of the football team. Oh, yeah. Like, but you know, he like got he around with all the women because yeah. girls usually end up managing men's sports and vice versa. So. Oh, look at you, Tucker. You sly little devil, you. Yeah, you probably told him you were – actually, no, he wouldn't have said they were gay. That wasn't appreciated in the South. Is he from the South? I have no idea. We're going to fact check Tucker fact Carlson's check, fact place check. of birth. We, we – here at a Half and Half, we pride ourselves on a – journalistic integrity something most major news outlets lack yeah we are a zero fake news podcast Tucker, oh he's from san francisco now that makes no sense gee that makes how are you like so stuck in like a baby boomer mindset and you're from like san francisco did he grow up in san francisco that is crazy i'm, uh, I'm doing a he grew up there man wow Wait, he started his career as a fact checker? Wow, that's ironic. And his dad was also an LA news anchor. How how is he so I'm breaking news, guys. Tucker Carlson is from California. Wow. That is breaking. Do you know he owns like a vape empire? What? Yeah. This that's is actually, real. That's a good business investment though. Like I'm not gonna hate if you own it. Yeah, but he's also said on the show that he's like anti vaping, so he's kind of a snake. I mean, you know what though? Like if I'm gonna snake Eddie demographic in the u.s it's the fuckboy vapors i mean i agree honestly like i don't feel i don't feel bad like every time i look at a vapor i'm gonna be like you got tucker carlson's dick in your mouth <laughs> that's what you're doing right there boy how's fox news taste i was about to say like menthol <laughs> like a mango pod from tucker carlson yeah but you gotta be 21 now to get the mango pods are you serious yeah, so uh, I guess this will be like our first kind of like tangent thing. Yeah, the first yeah. segment is just dedicated to tangents. So um, the FDA was trying to pass this thing because 
part of the issue with vaping is the reason people like our age who aren't like 21 who already smoke do it mm-hmm. actually no you only have to be 18 21 is like buying it online yeah 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 but it's because the fruity flavors are appealing to us because the base flavors are like for smokers like menthols mm-hmm. and like some other basic shit yeah no like no 16 year old kid wants to put anything in their mouth that tastes like cigarette basically yeah because you know even though the aesthetic of smoking a cigarette is much cooler than that of vaping can, i was about to say i'm not promoting you, smoking yeah, but, but i will we, take i will take the marlboro lobbyist buddy i will gladly be a lobbyist for a cigarette company i honestly do have to address this though and i'm not condoning smoking in any way like i've never picked up a cigarette before and i don't ever plan on it right why do they make it look so cool I don't know, man. The leather jacket aesthetic is it, real strong. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I do. Like, leather jacket, white t-shirt, cigarette, or like Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Like, she was so cool. Yeah. That you she know? died. I mean, yeah, but she, well, yeah, warning, like, don't smoke cigarettes, but still, like, she was so cool. That's probably why, like, uh, if you look around campus, a lot of the uh, Asian exchange students smoke, and I think that's probably because there's, like, this westernized aesthetic that they're aspiring to, which is they wear all the hype streetwear and then they smoke, so they try to look like a, like they look like a bunch of things that Western culture promotes, like put in a person. You, you, so it makes sense. You are the Asian one of the of the duo, so I'll let you speak on that. Not well, me. no, but like I'm not trying to be like, but you've been around uh, at least at NC State's campus. You've yeah, seen yeah. like the oh, Asian yeah. students from like who are foreigners. They clearly like look like they've gotten a lot of what they do from like Western media. Oh standards. yeah, like including like the outfits, and outfits, everything. yeah. And yeah. The, yeah. But, yeah, the vaping thing, so, like, it was being marketed towards us, and a lot of the ads were really H&M-y, like, colorful pop yeah, color. Yeah. So the FDA was investigating it. They were going to make the companies, essentially, you couldn't sell their flavors. Like, the fruit flavors could only be sold online. An online purchase requires you to be 21. But Juul stepped ahead of it, because I don't think the FDA Ooh. things would put yet. And they pulled all of their fruit flavors from stores. So if you want to buy a fruit-flavored Juul pod, you have to go on their website, and it requires a lot of it requires a lot of ID verification, so it's really hard to like fuck up. Now, but the issue is, from what I understand, you could use like secondary brand pods with the Jewel anyway. But yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. a good precedent. But yeah. my point is, if you vape, like you know what? To be fair, the only problem is I'd rather not smell menthol when I walk mm-hmm. into class. So like yeah. you know what? If you're gonna vape using that bubblegum pod you bought from fucking high guy vapes <laughs> go ahead man at least it's better selling than a fucking menthol now may i say if jewel's really putting a restriction like that online to make sure that these uh pods aren't being sold yeah i went on their website actually just to see how it works can we do this with america's biggest threat what violent video games oh god <laughs> <laughs> well time to take away half-life 3 oh wait that's been taken away for 10 years gamers get ready to rise up rise up rise up gamers yeah, and, uh, you know, before we, like, get really going, because, you know, we're just warming up, you know. Mm-hmm. We're shoot-around right now. That's right. Airballing everything. I'm terrible at basketball. Yeah, I'm 5'6". Aiden's high. Barely. Aiden's I'm barely 5'6". Basketball achievement is injuring me. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what this podcast is. Therapy. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I think it's hilarious. I don't care. Okay, what happened? It's well, only funny now because I didn't, like, tear anything. Because your knee is fine now. Yeah, yeah, if I tore an MCL, I'd still be... Very salty, like on the inside. I wouldn't really t- actively talk about it. You see, what happened was we were, he was driving down the lane. That kind of went down to like block, and I, we both went like two separate ways. I landed fine. He landed funny. His knee just like buckled, and then like it hurt. It hurt a lot, apparently. Yeah, it was yeah. just a strain. But 
Anyway, we're just warming up. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> Aiden Megan is sorry. This sounds I, like a political This commercial. is my public apology. Aiden Megan publicly apologizes to audience. I do look like I'm about to like run for my frat's presidency right now, don't I? Hey guys, uh, Kappa Kappa Kappa, <laughs> I'm really about to be the best president. No cap. Hey. But uh, before we proceed, I should uh, be a bit more formal. I'd really like to cordially introduce you to episode three of the Half and Half podcast. Lovely. A podcast that has gotten off to a much better start than either of us anticipated. Yeah, what the hell is wrong with all you people? <laughs> Two episodes in, we've uh, passed 100 listens. I thought it would take us a good five episodes, ten I... episodes to get that. I thought it was going to take 30. <laughs> 30? Dog, that's like average like 3.3 like listens. Exactly. I thought it was going to be me, you, and like Elisa. Yeah, like our, fr- <laughs> like our friends who like live around here that we hang out with. Yeah. Basically. But uh, we really appreciate the support. Even if you just like kind of like give us a like, you don't actually even get the time to listen to it. Any mm-hmm. sharing gets appreciated too. Like you don't, if you don't really have the time to listen to it or you haven't like, you know, you can't always keep up with it. You know, just telling your friend, like, hey, I listen to this podcast, and then shooting our name out there is always appreciated. Yeah, we uh, we appreciate anyone who actually listens to us. Like, genu- like Yeah, we really you guys, do. You guys, you guys, girls, whoever, you awesome. We appreciate you. I imagine you're beautiful inside and out. Yeah. Also, so, like, if you see us in public, feel free to ask for an autograph. Not a selfie, though, because I'm, I'm self-conscious. So I'll do I'll, a selfie. I'll autograph your cell phone. I'll do a selfie. If you saw me right now, I'd take a selfie with you at the moment. Yeah, I'm looking fitted right now. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, and um, also, I think something that's important to put out there is, I think I we tweeted it from the account, but, like, I know that sometimes these episodes have, like, they might have issues, like, with audio or things that we haven't perfected yet, mm-hmm. but, like, if you really notice something that you're, like, you wish, you would, like, be like, hey, you guys should do this, or you should maybe consider this, feel free to leave it. Constructive criticism and feedback is always appreciated. It's how you grow as a... Yeah, uh, entities, so. yeah. feel free to DM rather the podcast account or our personal account if you have any things that you need to say about it. Like, go for it. Yes, and uh, speaking of accounts, just to reiterate, uh, the podcast Twitter is at podcast underscore half. You'll find our Twitter's link there as well. And uh, that Twitter account, you know, sometimes when we're in the mood, we'll tweet appreciation. We'll tweet how well we're doing because we're narcissistic fucks. Or uh, we'll uh, tweet about how much we love you. Or we'll, I don't know, attempt Uber. Workshop some stand-up jokes that'll ever actually be used for a Netflix special that'll ever be made. It'll be like the Fire Festival. Oh my! I need to watch those. Yeah, I do too. I feel I'm, we're behind. We are behind. I wish we could come out here right now and be like, "Oh my God, what about Fire Festival?" Because it's relevant, but we can't. I will say, uh, there's this. It's 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 like a forty dollar T-shirt, but there's this T-shirt that someone made where it's a picture of Ja Rule, like an, it's like one of those old mid two thousands rap T-shirts. And it's got a picture of Ja Rule. And it says fire on it, and it has the little tents on it, and it looks great. It's That's like fantastic. fantastically well made. But um, I guess before we really dive into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I'll uh, just kind of go over some of the main things we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, the two like big topics uh, Aiden really wants to pop off on is the Ariana Grande released a, a single off her upcoming project. Yes, yeah, she did. Called Seven Rings. Also, well. I just I just want to throw this out. We'll, I am livid. We'll eval- we'll like elaborate on this, but the album cover for that new project is not good. It yeah. looks really stupid. It looks yeah. kind of like it's trying to kind of have like this like woke not woke, but like it has a, it's trying to go for an aesthetic. It mm-hmm. Looks like a white girl Polaroid. <laughs> Completely. Which I think is white girl Polaroid is like the visual representation of all her music. I think. Yeah, probably honestly, she's got some bops. Yeah. Uh, we'll run down some Oscar stuff. Uh some issues we have some things we're hoping we win hoping win i think the issue should be quite obvious to anyone who's been following kind of the talk around it 
The issue is Kevin Hart isn't hosting the Oscar. No, it's not. I don't like Kevin Hart. Yeah, I'm not really a big Kevin Hart guy. The issue is that Nicolas Cage isn't hosting the Oscars. That is an issue. Why? Justice for Nicolas. Can we get trending? Hashtag ju- he Justice for Nicolas. He would do it for free because he would treat it like <laughs> performance art. He would just stay on stage and just like start screaming for literally like he would just scream for three hours straight and it'd be better than any any Oscar ceremony that's happened in the past five years. I'm just waiting for him to like give the award to someone and then he's like, let go of the Oscar. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, it's my let go of the Oscar. This is my Oscar. <laughs> I think he got nominated for one. Back this in the day. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, I was going to say when this he, year. I no. forget what that movie was. It was a movie where he was like double acting or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it by the yeah. time we get to the Oscar discussion. Back and uh, some secondary stuff. Uh, me and Aiden have had some time to sit with the Future and James Blake projects. We'll mm-hmm. quickly kind of go over how we're feeling about those. And we'll give like a, just a little first impressions because uh, Boogie's uh, debut album, Everything's for Sale, came out today. Oh, yes, it did. And we both have some pretty positive opinions. And we're going to just share some first impression type. We'll do a more like, I think, more kind of comprehensive breakdown next week. Also, um, shout out to Air Park. Friends oh yeah, of the shout show. out to Friends of the Show, our first official like, I, my opinion, big entity, Friends of the Show, Air Park, Indie Sensation, Air Park, following us on Twitter. Y'all are the best. Do they follow I'm, you personally on Twitter? Uh, I don't think so. I don't care. I, ta- I know. I was about to say, I don't care. I tag them in the in the tweet saying like, you know, most anticipated like my release. tweets and stuff. Yeah, same. Because I like tag them and stuff occasionally, whatever. And they followed the account, and I was like, that is so sweet. It's very nice. I wanted to cry. <laughs> I will say, they have a pretty good Twitter account, like, as far as their pictures. Yeah. They have some cool pictures they post on there. Yeah, follow Air Park on Twitter. Yeah, please do. Please Listen stream. to their music. Yeah, great. Uh, I look forward to actually listening to their EP, because uh, Devotion's mm-hmm. definitely been on my playlist. So. Oh, yes. February 22nd, Songs of Air Park. Yes. Can't wait. So, uh, I think, without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, tighten up our drawstrings, pull up our basketball socks we're not just pulling them up we're pulling them up like old school high like these shits are knee highs like mailman malone yes we got knee high socks on we got converses on we essentially look like a retro basketball player i'm with it but like if you're like a white old school basketball player that means you look like a pedophile (laughs) what about larry bird well not eh. Eh, borderline. white Old school basketball players with facial hair. I was about to say the mustache. That's what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, that's what about. killed it. Because John Stockton looked fine. He looked like my substitute teacher. Yeah, John Stockton looked good. <laughs> Shout out to John Shout Stockton. Shout John Stockton. <laughs> but um, anyways, without further ado, we are we have put on our, our regulation game gear. We are ready to go. So first yes, up, Aiden is going to probably – Aiden's ready to go. You don't, Aiden is stretching right now, actually. Aiden's doing lunges like rotation he's gyrating his hips he's punching the wall he's using the mic as a sword right now <laughs> all right like a ronin warrior ready to cut up ariana grande and her ponytail so i'm gonna talk a little bit about ariana grande seven rings 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 rings, rings. <laughs> she released a song in a music video called seven rings count them count them not one, one not two, two three, not four, three five, not six, four not five seven. but seven fuck six and this I, I don't usually get, like, heated by the is whatever problematic because I have, like, pretty thick skin. Unless it's Ariana Grande because you hate women. Yes, obviously. No. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. Oh, we're getting a back. Oh, this is a got a full back. About, this is an arc. About my musical taste in general. It's an arc. I'm a big hip-hop fan. 
as I think we've kind of made that yeah, clear. Big hip hop guy. Um, pop radio never plays hip hop, and when they do, it's very sanitized, and it kind of has to go through like a process of just being like whitewashed. Right. Like, who's the biggest rapper in the world? Drake. Exactly. Probably still, even though, like, I feel like people would argue he's kind of declined. He's still yeah, but he also units. had like the number one song for like half of last year. Yeah, he's moved. He still moves units. Exactly. So. Yeah. So we got Drake. What other rappers like consistently do pop hits? Post Malone. Exactly. And then, uh, not recently, but maybe Dram had a couple that were getting. Dram had a hit. Play. Yeah. Broccoli more so than uh, Cha Cha, because Hotline Bling was essentially like the evolution of that song. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I don't know, maybe you could, uh, not much, but, like, Logic did with his Suicide song. Yes, and um, I'm uh, I'm not trying to be a jerk or anything, but what is the pigment on Logic? Logic appears white. Yes. So. Anyway, we've given him evidence, now where's the warrant? So. I'm not going to blame Ariana Grande, Post Malone, Logic, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. For profiting off a broken system. You know? And get your money, man. I honestly, like, Post Malone, you seem like a nice guy and everything. Yeah, he's, he, he doesn't looks like seem, he smells bad. Yeah, he doesn't seem smart enough to realize what's going on. Okay, I don't think we should question a man's intelligence. No, I, I think it's a nice... But I, Just because like, he looks like a cigarette butt doesn't he does. mean... <laughs> okay, but... I, like, I understand if you don't exactly see it. But if you look at any pop station and you mm-hmm. go on their playlist, like what they've recently played, you're going to see... White, 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 white. Cardi B did make it on Drake, pop radio, though. Cardi B, but even then, she like kind of had to go with like uh, "I Like It," which was kind of like the you know pop song. Of it the was album. like the least like aggressive, I think, exactly. of their music. So the reason why I'm so upset, why I was so disappointed in this song, is Ariana Grande is someone who's worked with rappers before. She's worked with um, Nikki multiple occasions. Nikki really doesn't need that much help for pop. Actually, she doesn't need help now. I think Nicki Minaj is actually a missed opportunity. She should have just Completely. gone full pop rap, like Pitbull, Florida. Not like maybe to that level, but like she was yeah. she star. She had her lane. She just didn't take it for yeah. some reason. She yeah. wanted to prove something. So, which, mm. yeah, Ariana, right? You made the song. And you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. <laughs> like, honestly. But, like, you made this song, and it copies all these trap trends that are going on right now. You took a, you took the flow from, I don't even know, if it's Soldier Boy, 2 Chains, Princess Nokia, it doesn't matter. You it sounds it, like Pretty Boy. Someone put it over, on Twitter, I can't yeah. find it. Someone put it over the Pretty Boy swag beat, mm-hmm. and it fits the beat. Like, it's on beat. It's not off. And I think... It's funny that this happened right after Soldier Boy went on the radio. Drake and ranted. Drake and ranted about how he said people were biting his style, and he was essentially the inspiration for a lot of these musicians. And honestly, he's kind of right. I'm gonna be extent, real, to an extent. As, as stupid as he is, with yeah. his Game console that even flex tape can't <laughs> fix. Um, Shout out flex tape sponsor us. Yeah, please. Soldier Boy sponsor us. We definitely do a lot of damage. Oh yes. In the back. Okay. Um, oh. Um, anyway, the thing is, is like he was—he kind of was the face of an era, like that, like 
viral hit was kind of like yeah. the hip hop viral hit is a sol- like Soldier Boy has a lot to do with that. There, there is no silent toe without Soldier Boy. Exactly. Silent toe. Yeah, and I think Silent-o. it's not like and even if you want to be that's not Soldier Boy's flow. It's a very basic, lazy trap flow that mm-hmm. a lot of first of all I don't think it's very common anymore. Actually, it's kind of it's like kind of a Soldier now. Boy era flow. Yeah. The da 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 da. Or like the like the really like slow like the trip the Migo triplet is like an evolution of what she uses on this song. So Migos inspired by Soldier Boy confirmed. I think Migos gave him credit too. Did they really? Yeah, Quavo gave him credit saying he was a very important figure in hip hop for his Wow. Okay. So I think they would agree with you too on that. Quavo for the people. What can I say? So Quavius. My big problem kind of comes in with Ariana not only copying like a trap sound and using like these trap flows and everything. Not just the sound, bro. The music video. The house. The, yes, the house. The trap house. The pink trap house. Who did that before? Literally only two chains. Yes. The biggest trap artist, one of the biggest trap artists in the world. Do you see two chains on the radio that much? He hasn't made music that much anymore, though. But go back to his last few albums. You see Two Chains on the radio that much? On pop radio? On pop radio. Maybe, like, he was on there, honestly, probably once as, like, a feature of with, someone like, else's. no lie, probably, with Drake. Again, with Drake. Yeah. I was going to just add this in. Even the with Drake argument even works for sicko mode. It I'm does. At the I was thinking about that. Yeah. And sicko mode is on there. And even Cardi B's on there, but they also have white artists. As Maroon their 5 featuring Cardi White B. or, like, the, like, whitewash friendly ones. Do you see my do you see my point here? It's got good evidence. And we're not cherry picking. I'm looking at the current top ten. I mean, I'm like looking at top ten also like in knowing what's on pop, because Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby's not playing on pop right now. Oh, it's, it's not, not at all. ZZ might be. I'm not sure about ZZ. If that is, that's great. Yeah, but the point is of What's the number one song in America right now? Halsey's Without Me. How? Also, I will How? say this unabashedly. I don't care if we ever get really big and this becomes problematic and someone comes and digs it up. Halsey sucks. Oh, She's completely. She's untalented. She's terrible. Obnoxious. Har- pretentious. Halsey pretentious. is pretentious and not talented. The music, you know what? Music is subjective. As a human being, she has somehow managed to make mountains out of every molehill mm-hmm. imaginable. How are you going to get in a Twitter argument with Anthony Fantano? Yeah, also, how are you going to get in a Twitter argument about fucking hotel sha- shampoos? Did she really? Halsey was like, why isn't the hotel shampoo good for thick hair? As someone who, I guess she's like mixed or something. I think she is, yeah. Yeah, as someone of like race or whatever. With thick hair, it sucks. And literally, everyone was like, first of all, most of us just carry, you can take travel toiletries. Yeah. And then also, most of them was like, you're rich. Just go ask someone to buy it for you. <laughs> Uh, also, that boy. argument doesn't work because I also – I'm not a woman, but I also have very thick hair. And I just bring my – I never use hotel shampoo. I rarely use it. You're being frugal. If I, if you're frugal and the frugality catches up to you, that ain't my fault. Bro, she beefs – she's beefing with the fucking Hilton. My Why? God. Okay, th- but yeah, so – Before we get too sidetracked, my point – Halsey sucks, and she'll always suck to me no matter what. Okay, back I, to Ariana Grande, who hated also hates with a lot of vigor. I don't – okay. I'm gonna, okay, I'm, I'm her rephrase. music, not her, her I, human being, maybe. Flip that. I kind of think she sucks as a person. Oh. At her music, hit or miss. Hit or miss. I, I guess, guess I never miss, miss, huh? Continue. Yeah. Um, 
her music's a bit hit and miss, but she got some bangers. Into you, I can't. She's I gotten can, like, better for sure. She like has, she's yeah. way better than the airy voiced annoyance that was the early radio stage. I agree. I agree. But Ariana has the opportunity to put maybe a trap artist on that song. Yeah, because it's does. a trap song. Yeah, she won't do it. She could have. There are no rap features on her album. Well, she doesn't need to do rap features. She doesn't. I, need I get to. what you're saying. Like it would maybe make it less of an issue if she kind of was incorporating people from what she's writing instead from. of just jacking it. If she featured Soldier Boy on that song, I think the narrative would be the opposite. I think everyone oh. would be mad, excited about oh, it. Oh, I would love that. It'd be, it'd be like a meme, but like people would be like, "Damn, she really got Soldier Boy." Mm-hmm. It'd be fantastic. But like, I am sick and tired. Of seeing Ariana Grande, Post Malone, Logic, etc., etc., all these white artists rap and sing about any, like things that trap artists talk about, and yeah. ones that are typically of a darker tone, right? Rap about and get radio play, and then they don't. Yes, and um, I think the problem with what I what I don't like about Ariana Grande is whenever she defends herself, she responds in a tone that's like victim me and i'll explain why mm-hmm. so like if you've ever had a fight with like a friend or you've ever tried to go at someone and be like yo why did you do this or like yo you can't fucking do this bro it's a problem why are you acting out like this yeah. the person will be like oh man oh my they'll be like oh look it wasn't that big of a deal i'm sorry i was just trying to like you know what i mean they'll just be like oh my god why are you making such a big deal out of it i was just trying to or they'd be like hey you know maybe i was just trying to like you know like tell you that you're a bitch but like do it in like a subtle <laughs> way you know you didn't have to take it so hard i'm so sorry okay everyone listen to my album bye that's kind of what she does yeah it's not maybe victimy but it's like she speaks in a way that it's like she's trying to kind of like sidestep the issue while until, addressing it at the same time until she directly addressed it and that was terrible you want to know what she did uh, i saw the instagram comment yeah she posted on her instagram story a yeah. fan put up a comment and can you get oh the- my like, can you try and get the direct quote for me? Because I don't want to misquote it. Yeah, I'll pull up the uh the I'll look I'll Google Ariana Grande weave. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to misquote it because I don't want to put any unfair accusations out there. But uh, would you like to go ahead and like at least explain like sort of the base part of yeah. the situation? So basically, she put a Instagram story. Oh, here it is. You like my hair? Gee, thanks. Just bought it. That's the lyric from the song. White women talking about their weaves is how we're going to solve racism. Yep. You are so full of yourself. You are so full of yourself. If you think, if you think you are you are in authority on this, girl, you're trying on weaves. You're trying on weaves like it's a fashion accessory. Some people's hair, like, there are there are people who who have weaves that are considered to be like quote unquote unprofessional. It's terrible, but you are at this place. It's where the you're, equivalent of it's just it's an accessory if yeah, we're being and, honest. Yeah, and you're at this place where you're toting it like it's not like if we all work together like oh we can like you know take care of this racism. Oh, white women are gonna fix this. It's the like uh, I don't like this term because I think it's I think some people overuse it the wrong way, but it's sort of what is it the like uh. The white savior complex. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. Sort of someone about. thinks that they need to step in to save the minority when maybe working with. Which the is exactly what I'm saying. Like why Ariana, like I was saying with like if this song, if she had put on like two chains or something, I've been like, that's awesome. Thank you so much for doing. And so that. would it fix this though? Like the way. Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. But I'm saying like instead of being like white women are gonna fix this, say like, we're gonna fix this. 
But I don't like how she thinks that, like, no offense, but white women talking about their weaves isn't going to... I mean, it's... Maybe it'll... De- I think the only step it might take is it might desensitize listeners to their negative connotations if they have any. Yeah. But it's not really the main thing. When people are trying to solve... First of all, solving... I don't like the idea of solving Sol- racism. You don't... The soft doesn't like the idea of solving racism. Quote it, tweet it. It's problematic. Yeah. I don't. Because you don't solve racism. You solve problems that contribute to racism because mm-hmm. you can't eradicate racism we're not in a utopia right yeah it's impossible you can't we, eradicate we, we live in the south we can't we eradicate we can't eradicate prejudice but when we're tr- when we're trying to solve some of these racial inequality issues you're not solving racism so much as you're solving systematic racism which yeah. is racism that's kind of like pushed by certain things the way certain things are conducted Yes. Solving racism is a naive concept because we can't fix the like we can't get rid of the idea, but we can fix it where it matters, which is systematically because that's how it affects people like in society. So weaves are kind of like maybe that's not really the best way. If you're trying to be an ally, I think weaves is kind of like really that's all you got. Yeah, weave like, really You're just gonna let me wear my weave. Stay off Thanks. the weave. <laughs> yeah, but Ariana. That was just so disappointing. Yeah, I think a fan posted it, and then she said so much love to the fan that posted So the, the fan who posted it, it's delusional, but it her is. fans are young, so I might forgive them on that. The fan that commented might have been like 12 or 13. Yeah, which so she might be just like, be a bit ignorant, but naive fine. and ignorant, but, you know, she's young and maybe she'll learn. But she's older, and by, like, putting – as people look up to her, and here's the thing. People are always like, you know, when I set out to be famous, I didn't ask for this. Look. No one asks to have a lot of pressure on them, but when you become famous and you get a platform, you get a platform. And you, as your job, it's your duty. I'm saying it. It's your job. It's to be responsible. Yeah. And understand if you want to be shitty with it, that's your choice, but understand that that Six has consequences. Great job with that. Yeah. So with her, if she wants to put that out there, that's fine. But understand if she does that, her young fans might be like, oh, okay, is this the idea that we should be kind of trying to go for? Now, I'm not saying it's bad if her fans are like, let's stop racism. That's not bad. It's the white woman talking about their weaves is how we're going to solve that. Like, if I, as a white little girl, do things, I can fix racism. It's not about I. It's about us. That's the problem. It's everybody. It's not, again. Well, you said it's a logic. That's a logic song. I see what you did there, Aiden. (laughs) But like you were saying, it's kind of like the white white savior complex that some people have. Where it's like, it's not going to be solved by white people. Not like it's not going to be solved by white people. It's going to be solved by everybody. We all need to come together to solve something like that. Yeah. And once again, we're not solving racism, the concept. No, we can't. It's impossible. And I get people don't mean that usually when they say that phrase, but I don't like the way that it's phrased. I think you're solving the problems that create race. Like you're solving essentially you're trying to fix. Like I said, you're trying to fix the issues that caused there to be racism in our society. Yeah. You yeah. can't fix the idea because, like, it's just – you can't. It'd be impossible. It's You, you can't control what people are going to think. Yes, but you like, can there's solve... always going to be terrible people out there. Yeah, but if do the that. system doesn't kind of contribute to the things that the terrible people believe, yeah, then it's like they're just kind of left believing what they believe. Because I'd be okay if we lived in a – like, this is also idealistic, but if we lived in a world where people were racist – but we had fixed a lot of the systematic inequalities that were going on and some of the corruption and like police problems that people have. If we could fix all of that, I think that society would be better off because it's like, yeah, that dude's racist, but at least the society at doesn't least feel like it's At least he's an outlier. Yeah, he becomes an outlier. 
Whereas now, it's not like they're... They are outliers, okay? Like, not everyone is shitty and racist. Oh, yeah, I know. But we're still fixing some of the systematic things is the problem. Yeah, so it makes it... Sometimes it feels like you're kind of being encapsulated. And I know this is all getting very serious off of an Ariana Grande song, but I think it highlights how, like, I think she's really ignorant with how, like, she handles herself, honestly. I agree. I was on her side when people were mad at her for Mac Miller dying, because that's not Agreed. her fault. Agreed. Or Pete Davidson having issues is not her fault Agreed. either. Her fans were kind of the fault for... Their fans were fucking up with Pete Davidson. Agreed. It's not her fault, though. Not, no, it's not. And it's been, it, that was, it was rough for her in that regard. But with this, it's her fault. It's completely her fault. Yeah, and her apology here where she's like, Hi, hi, I think her intention was like, with like all these ellipses. Which also, I hate this. I think her intention, you reposted and put it on your Instagram. Her intention, why'd you repost it? If, I mean, it's her intention. It's your intention. It's also yours too, because you agreed with it. You don't post what you don't agree with usually, unless you explicitly are making fun of what you post. That or like, okay, there are people that put in their Twitter bios like, retweets are not endorsements. Yeah. This does not come with that pretense, because you agree with it and you put it on. Yeah. Like, thank you so much also there's she's got a huge fan base there's a lot yeah. of supportive things people were probably saying about that goddamn song exactly and that's the one you chose yeah but um man oh man but the seven rings thing can be summed up with she's con- look she's contributing to that problem aiden was talking about right mm-hmm. and what the my personal issues was she bit a flow blatantly and she bit a theme. The pink trap house with the black spray paint is two changes thing. That's if you don't believe me, thing. Pretty Girls Like Trap Music came out, what, 2017? Yes. And that trap house was, you. It, they think they got rid of it. But you could go visit that trap house in Atlanta. And he bought it and they used it to do, like, good things. They were giving they, out. HIV testing, uh, SCD testing, yeah. things like that. Because two changes is very much about his community. Two changes for Chains the people. Is such a wonderful person. Two chains, please come back to NC State and oh, save please. us from terrible concerts like oh, the one that, that just canceled. got canceled. Yeah, say, yeah. yeah, just a quick minor shout out to our Union Activities Board, who I don't care if it's hard or not. You guys have really sucked this year. I'm gonna feel bad for that. I do feel bad for y'all because it was out of your control, apparently. Not the concert thing though. Oh, well, yeah. Like I know, like the concert. Yeah, the concert was out of their control, but they also played it poorly because they were supposed. This concert was supposed to happen back in fall. Yeah. And even if you'd argue planning concerts are hard, they haven't been good for a semester. Yeah. They even sent an email saying, like, hey, we've kind of been gone for a while. Yeah, and um, as someone I pay fucking money to works, fund them. I'll say, as someone who works with one of their campus partners, I understand. But, um, yeah, it is disappointing, though, definitely. Yeah. If we were going to give a, an award, perhaps, for the worst uh, first semester performance, might go to them, but... What other awards could we possibly be talking about today? Oh, transition. I get yeah. it. Oscars. It's Oscar season, boys yeah, and girls. Hey, you heard that transition. No, Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, here we go. Oh, what? <laughs> I, hit her, I hit her with like a 21 Savage line. That is a 21 Savage line. Yeah, anyway. So the Oscars happened. And uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to get out? Do, you wanna, do, we, do we poach the elephant in the room? Or do we uh, talk about some of the other stuff first? I'm really happy Black Klansman was nominated for Best Picture. Yes, we're doing, That's awesome. we're doing the other stuff first. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're gonna, we'll get into that. I just want to go through a couple quick things about it. Black well, Klansman for Best Picture, I think that's amazing, and I want to. And I'm really happy Spike Lee finally got a director nomination. Yes, I agree. Well Spike deserved Lee, for Spike are, Lee. You are a great director. You've been just, like, not ta- – is this his first nomination? Yeah, he was on TV yeah. saying it's his first director nomination. 
I don't know if he's got nominations like his actors or his movies well, have, I imagine, but, yeah, but yeah. he hasn't gotten a director nomination. Good for you, Spike. You deserve it. That was a fantastic Yeah, he's movie. also the martyr from New York Despair because he's a fucking Knicks fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to give a shout out to... Um, uh, my, I, I hate if I'm pronouncing your name wrong because you're a very talented actor. Masala Ali. Oh, from Green Book? Yeah, great. I really hope that you win Best Supporting Actor. Two years in a row, right? Because he won for Moonlight. Yeah, he'd win an Oscar two years He's a years very in talented row. man. Very talented. Uh, a lovely black chocolate man. As <laughs> oh I'm God. not even joking. I heard a woman talking about the Oscars. She was like, who's that black chocolate man who won that award? I'm not joking. I'm not like, like that I heard amazing. that. So, like, it's he's crazy. got the old white woman demographic tied down. That was a white woman? It was, like, an old... Gra- like, I don't know if she was a grandma. Oh, she was, like... No. <laughs> she looked like her kid probably had graduated college. Like, he was in his early 20s or something. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, man, she just wants a beautiful chocolate man so she can sip tea and stir it. My God. And hypnotize him. That, that term is... Oh, yeah, yeah. Chocolate man? Yikes. That's a woman who clearly wasn't happy with her marriage. Yeah. But that's her. Okay, I'm just giving up. She's probably very white. I yeah. guarantee it. Yeah. But anyways, shout out to Baharshala. His name's hard to say, but you I think know I think it's Masala. But, I might but be shout right. out to Ali. Yes. Kudos. Um, I also. Okay, we'll get into this when we talk about things that shouldn't have. But for acting, glad Ma- Rami Malek made it in. Oh yes, great job by Rami Malek. Um, the movie itself is decent. Probably should not. It's pretty be. good. Should definitely not be a best picture. Oh, maker. I have no idea why, why Bohemian Rhapsody is a best picture nomination. I am a ginormous Queen fan. It should not be. There's a lot of nomination. factual inaccuracies in that. Movie. There are, but when I'm watching a movie, I really don't care particularly about yeah, being factually like correct. It's not like a documentary movie. Yeah, biopics. Exactly. Yeah, if you're watching a biopic, understand that there's documentary movies which are factually su- supposed to be correct. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's, you're it's, that dude who made that documentary about fucking Trump being the next Abe Lincoln. Oh, uh, Dinesh. Yeah, shout out for rooting it for Indian people. Again. Dinesh D'Souza, yeah, he sucks. First Ebony Shyamalan did it with Avatar. <laughs> shit. Every time, I apparently, swear to God. Apparently Glass isn't good either, which is disappointing. Uh, my directorial debut about a young boy and his dog who goes solve crimes. Oh, wait, that's just Detective Pikachu. God damn oh, I'm with that. I can't wait for Detective Pikachu. Oscar, Oscars. Ryan Reynolds for Best, best Actor. You know what? If, if like us letting Black Panther get that nomination means like the Oscars are doing their whole more general movie thing because they've been trying to do that now, mm-hmm. then I want to see that Detective Pikachu nomination. I do too. And if it's good enough, it could get it for the special effects. Cause yeah. But um, other good movies. Uh, haven't seen it, but shout out to Netflix for getting Roma. Roma. Yeah. Got yeah. Alfonso Cuarón, very talented director. Very, I haven't seen it yet, but very talented director. I'm gonna check it out as yeah. soon as I can. Is it a foreign language film? It is. Yes. Very happy for you, uh, Koran. Yeah, good for you, man. And uh, I think, is there any other notable ones that come off the top of your head? Not particularly. Is Amy Adams up for another one again? Yes, for Vice. Yeah. Shout out to Vice. Great performances in Vice. Not great movie particularly from what I remember. Another one where I'm confused why it's up for Best Picture. I mean, this year was a pretty shallow year for movies. It was. This year kind of, meh. Yeah. Um, any other ones of note? Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd be awesome, too. If he wins for Best Supporting Actor, I wouldn't be mad about that. He's got that. a pretty good chance. Yeah. Him or Ali. In my, I want I want him or Ali to win. I agree. Because I like Ali as a person. Yeah. And I like Adam Driver, too. But, you know. Um, But, yeah. So, the big story with this Oscars, though. It's a, it's a, it's a big, 
Black Panther-sized story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Panther nominated for Best Picture. Best Picture. Okay. First of all, let's get rid of probably the first thing. We are not racist. <laughs> I am not. I promise. First of all, don't Did you, you just th- hear the rant I went on? Yeah. Don't you dare take that quote where I said, I, I don't like it when people say they didn't want to solve racism out of context. Please do that. Do not. Because I definitely said that in saying that phrase kind of is a very overarching, idealized version of what you actually should be trying to do. You're not trying to solve a concept. Rasanth, we live in the clickbait world. This is going to cause a controversy. Oh my. Go ahead, man. I explained myself afterwards. I know, but people don't listen. Um, um, but anyways, we're not racist. I think we both... If I hate doing this because this kind of feels like the I have black friends defense. I'm I'm not going to do the I have black friends defense. No, I, I don't it, need to. I don't want to and I don't need to. But I would just like to clarify, if you really think that, if you hear this and think we both hate like African-American movies, we're both very happy about Black Klansman and Spike Lee and we both want that movie to I win. I do want Black Klansman to win Quite a few of the picture. nominations, if not all and of them. And Best Director. Yeah. So, the issue, so... What happens is the Oscars, I think, has realized that a lot of its movies, sometimes, it's, like, very niche movies. That, like, the general public isn't going to get into it. Yeah. And I guess in an effort to boost ratings and attention, they're kind of slowly opening it up to, like, the more general movies. Because for the longest time, it's like, why can't superhero movies get nominated? Mostly because movies like Batman, The Dark Knight, and even Captain America, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People were saying these are very quality just movies. Like, the superhero like they should be nominated, yeah. I, I agree Dark Knight should have been nominated. Maybe Winter Soldier, but definitely Dark Knight. So what can sweeten this sort of bitter, the bitterness you might feel with this nomination is that Black Panther might set the, you know, Black Panther essentially can set the way for the other movies coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I really hope this is a new trend. I don't want this to be a one-off thing. Because if it's a one-off thing, that makes it more clear why this movie was picked. Yeah, which, like... I, I, I think Black Panther is a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie. It's important. I, I'm not gonna like to knock it for but that. It's yeah, important. the thing with Oscars is a lot of movies have been nominated off of importance, but the quality is also weighed into it. Black Panther's mm-hmm. impact is really high, but its quality is not as high as a lot of those other movies. Yeah, I mean it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody and Vice. Yeah, which isn't saying much because those th- those two should also not be there. Yeah, th- those those are confusing nominations. No one really gets those why are that the the Freddie Mercury Rami Malek push, and then no. the Christian Bale gained a lot of fucking weight. Yeah, we went to Christopher came a lot. But it's weird though too because the Diabetes Achievement Award. Yeah, it's weird though too for those because like um, they weren't like they weren't particularly critically. Acclaimed or anything. I think both those movies were like the acting is good, the movie isn't. Yes, yeah, so that's why I'm confused as to why it's up for best accurate. picture. Yeah, and I get the best actor, best actor, yeah. nominees. Those and here's the thing: actors. Black Panther deserves costume design, music, the soundtrack, the best song. Yeah, um, all the stars should win best song. Yeah, best song, um, effects, makeup, everything. All of that is impressive, mm-hmm. but. I would even I would even entertain just for fun a Michael B. Jordan supporting actor nomination. Oh yes, actually, I would actually yeah. I'd, I'd entertain that. that. I'd be behind that. But the movie is not. It doesn't look. You can be happy it's there, mm-hmm. which I like. In that sense, I am. I understand I am why it's, it's a means a lot that is there. And but let's be real, guys. It does not deserve to be there at all. It's not even an argument. It was not a compared to any of the other 
here's the thing. Okay, people want to argue, well, with Winter Soldier, and more, a better argument, the Dark Knight went up for its movies. Mm-hmm. The Field was better. Dark Knight was easily one of the best movies of its year. It was supposed to. Everyone said it should have got it. It's one of the best movies of the decade. If Heath Ledger doesn't die, that movie gets no awards. Except that's, for, like, sound that design. That is depressingly true. Yeah. Which, first of all, Heath Ledger's performance true. is like a masterclass in acting. That is the type of performance that will be studied for years and years by people that people are probably learning how to act. probably study it at, like, film school and stuff about, like... Yes, if you want to play a compelling villain, watch The Dark Knight and watch Heath Ledger because he's fantastic in it. Which is, we're not telling anyone, fuck, it's like telling people the sky is blue or the earth is round. Actually, wait, some people won't believe this. Yeah. If Kyrie Irving is living... <laughs> Kyrie, I do love you, but please, the earth is round. Just like the basketball you shoot, bud. Yes. But... Black Panther is there because it's got an all-black cast, for the most part. It's like a very African-American superhero-centric movie. Afro- Afro-centric superhero movie. Which is and it great. Did a lot it is great. No one's mad about Black Panther existing. But this yeah. is sort of the same issue people had when it came out. Some people didn't like it that much. Yeah, yeah. And people got mad at them. But it's as a, I think most people would agree the impact is dope. I agree the impact is great. It's good that it exists, but mm-hmm. people could not like the movie. Yeah, that's fair. It's like when Ghostbusters, the remake, came out, and people were like, if you don't like it, you fucking hate woman. Like, no, bad, I just hate bad. bad movies. I was going to say, that movie's bad. I'm just going to say, that movie did not make me laugh And you can once. show me the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I'll just show you a middle finger. I don't care. Um, it's not yeah, no, good. Okay, I'm just going to say, Black Panther is much, much better than the Ghostbusters remake. No, but I'm using that. I, the there. arguments that people have is similar. It's like, if you don't like this, they jump to like the crazy conclusion that you're racist or sexist or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Argument. They just want to fit something to a narrative. That's the um, Chris Brown, R. Kelly defense, too. You know, if you don't like Chris Brown or R. Kelly, what you hate black people, or you are against black men or something? Basically. Oh yeah, because a lot of people. Taraji P. Henson, who I liked, made that case. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of that, yeah, Chris Brown got locked up. Well, released now too. I heard that was like a false accusation. But really, was it? There is some. There's some issues with that. But uh, yeah. Huh. Side note: What this overarching thing is, you can have an opinion on something, and it doesn't mean that you have a huge general. Like, stop trying to induce things. Like, just because someone in this case thinks one thing doesn't mean in every case they think the same thing. Yeah. I know Aiden and me are probably very case-by-case type people with a lot of things. Like, yeah. certain situations yeah. demand different ways of looking at them. Mm-hmm. So, with Black Panther, it it really shouldn't be up for Best Picture. And you know what? If the nomination is there sort of, like, as a symbolic thing, cool. If it wins, no one on this planet planet oh if it wins that's convince me it is the best movie of the year it is the best movie of the year by the way you want a superhero movie i can name one superhero movie better than black panther which one you already know dark knight no spider-verse okay yes okay that's actually what okay that's actually what confused me about the black panther nomination spider-verse is better it also has an Afro-Latino made character. Yes. So fuck out of here with your racist bullshit. I was about to say, that movie should have been nominated for Best Picture. It, like, it, in my opinion, if it, it was nominated... It's a class in animation, artistry, yeah. and storytelling. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Like, I highly recommend... I recommend Black Panther. I highly recommend Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Black Panther, I've watched it like once or twice, and I'm like, I'm cool with it now. Maybe I'll watch it again later for fun at some event i cannot wait for the next time i watch into the spider yeah but spider-verse i'd love to watch that with anyone yeah exactly. because it's just so fun to look at let alone the fact it's good so even though the soundtrack bad 
Yeah, soundtrack. Disappointing. Though, some songs better in the movie context than it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were talking about Sunflower got better because of that. Yes. But the main thing with the Oscars this year is that a lot of the best pictures weren't, shouldn't have probably been there, three of them. Black Panther, it's a big deal because, like, I think everyone sees the pandering angle. Like, look, with Queen and Vice, it's real easy to. The pandering angle is that they have, like, either big names in it, the acting was good, and there's, like, a, they're, like, awards-type movies. Yeah. But Black Panther, guys, it's okay to acknowledge. It got there because of its, the, what it meant racially. Yeah, yeah. It's there because it's an, it's a black superhero movie. And I think if you can acknowledge that, that's cool. But if you're going to deny that, if you think it's there only or mostly on its merit, then I think you're wrong. Yeah. And this is very – so do you remember when 12 Years a Slave won its best picture? Yeah, yeah. I never saw 12 Years a Slave. It I heard deserved it's great. it. I heard it's great, it yeah. De- yeah, 12 Years a Slave is a – okay, this is different. Unlike Black Panther, I think that movie deserves to win. That movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the Oscar voters voted it for best picture just because they thought that was the societal thing. Did that happen? Mm-hmm. It leaked. They voted it. Like a lot of them didn't see it. They're like, "Oh, all the people, all the trends are like this is a movie about slavery, so we should definitely just give it the win anyway." Gotcha. And it's like got a black, I think, director, and you know, it's got Chiwetel Ejiofor, black main star. Yeah. Is Forrest Whitaker in that movie at all? He might be, or that might be the Butler. I, I've never seen it, so I don't know. You but might I be just... thinking of the Butler. Oh, that's that movie, The Butler. You're thinking of the one with Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I am. What was Twelve Years a Slave? I'm blanking. The one with Lupita. Oh, that's like her first big role. Yeah. Oh, Lupita's great. Yeah, Lupita's great. Yeah, and once again, we don't mean any ill will against any Black Panther fans or anyone who's in the movie or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like the Twelve Years a Slave argument, that movie deserved to win, and I'm glad it did. But if there's people in the Oscars who vote for movies just because they think that's like what people in society want, right? They're not voting on merit. They're voting on like kind of like what people are talking about. Black Panther could have easily got there because they were like, this is what people talked about. Yeah. They probably didn't even watch it. I mean, they might have, but, you know, it's very feasible to believe that they didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Wow. It's been a pretty heated podcast. A lot of serious racial tension. We're going to get serious again because James Blake is a very serious man. No, we're loosening the race. <laughs> Put on, we're putting on some essential oils. Oh, lovely. Loosening oh. our joints. Need Letting it. someone massage our back at a spa. If you're in Thailand, you're going to get happy ending. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, secondary block here is here and ready to go. So we got two albums that we're going to, because we had more time to listen to. Yes. Uh, do you want to start off with the better one or the not good one? Um, Let's start out with the better one. Because I think that's going to be a pretty short conversation, honestly. Yeah, these are kind of just like, because we'll, if these make like what we... This podcast should go on hopefully long enough that we have our 2019 wrap up, mm-hmm. and I think we can do more in depth stuff here. But James Blake, um, uh, I didn't know this. A uh, boyfriend of Good Place star Jamila Jamil. Love her, and uh, love her. You can tell James Blake loves her too because this album is inspired by her. And <laughs> when you listen to it again, you can definitely tell. There's just songs about them banging. Like there's like, like Mile High, and I'm just like, oh, that's about that's about uh Tahani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the songs about like them being late for the show or whatever yeah. because they spend they're like with each other. Yeah. Um, but the James Blake album, it's good. Production's really good. It like mixes in a lot of like this trap influence as well. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Putting in some trap artists. Yes. Metro Boomin. Travis Scott. Not you trap, were both. But like rap trends, I guess. Yeah. Well, Metro's a trap producer. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, James Blake, thank you so much for doing that. Like, six, ag- five acknowledging, white man. acknowledging where you got those influences from. Tall British white man. That's right. And um, yeah, no, I really enjoy it. I think it's really good. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it's good. I think my personal gripes is some of the kind of experiments he does don't go very well. Some of the singing yeah. and stuff kind of gets like not everything sounds great. It sounds a bit off sometimes. I think. Yeah, and it's it's got it's got a very one type of vibe. It's very yeah dreamy. Yeah, um, that was my, that was kind of my big scrape of it. My big scrape of it is that there isn't a ton of variety on it. It's, it's what you get from the first song is kind of what you get. Yes. Till the end, just a little bit of different differentiation mm-hmm. with how he flavors it, but. Yes, and there are some very good highlights on this album. Mile High, I really like. I really enjoy with mm-hmm. uh, Travis and Metro. I'm not even a giant Travis Scott fan. I thought he was great on that song. He used him pretty well on those. Yeah. Like, the, like his voice, I didn't even realize, like, it fits, like, that R&B type. And like He's also good on the Scissor song, aside from that one line about the seed. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Travis was great on that. I also really liked What's the Catch with Andre 3000. Mm. What a wonderful surprise that was. I mean, yeah, Andre's a feature artist. He doesn't oh. make his own music. I know. I, I miss Andre. It's fantastic, and he was great on that song. I like it. Just started with like, I know this verse is heavy, and I usually don't like doing the heavy yeah, stuff. Bob do it. it. Uh, I also like the, so the song after Mile High, the Moses Somebody one. Yeah, that was great too. So overall, I think we gave it about seven and a half. Yeah, I gave it seven and a half. Yeah. So, uh, James Blake, good project. If you're into like kind of dreamy, kind, it's not sleep inducing. Like it's not super sleepy sleepy. music. It's not sleepy (laughs) music, but it's definitely like dreamy kind of got that hazy like r&b i'm gonna make love to you vibe all the time but it's you good better buy me dinner it. first or something hmm? you, you better buy me dinner first of course but in general i think it was a good time um yeah so next up is future's album uh the wizard I don't really care <laughs> that's my view i liked it better than you yeah you did yeah i gave it uh well i'll get to that then so I thought this album was okay. Yeah. I thought it was, it was there. It got a little tedious. As it would. It's twenty fucking songs long. Yep. Um. You go watch a movie. It's a little tedious. Make friends. Yeah. Uh. But overall, I thought it was enjoyable. I enjoyed. Some, there were some standout tracks to me, like um, "Promise You That," produced by Tay Keith. Pretty much. Fucked him up again. Oh yeah. If if you have Tay Keith as a producer on your song, I'm going to like it. Like, that's, his except for the one rate's song. Very, well, his success rate's very high. Literally, I've heard one song, not, like, produced by Tay Keith that I didn't like. So, yeah. we're, like, he hits, like, 99% of the time. Yeah, pretty much. On top of that, there were also some fun songs, like, uh, Unicorn Perp, with uh, Travis and Thugga. Or, no, not Travis and Thugga. Gunna and Thugga. Um, I love Young Thug. You're all going to learn that pretty quick about me. Um, he would bang Young Thug. It's pretty clear. To see. I I wouldn't do that. He would. He's lying. Thug <laughs> uh, swings, so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do love Young Thug though. He's pretty awesome. I also would say, uh, promise you. Uh, I already talked about that. Overdose was a pretty good song. Serving Kill Cam, Going Dummy 
there were some really fun songs, and I thought the back half of the album was more fun than the first half, and I yeah. thought it was okay. It was a very standard future album. Yeah, for me, I was going to give it a higher rating than I did, because I agree, the back half is more, you know, it woke it's me more up exciting. Bit, yeah. But the problem is, it's the back half. Fair. And I, you'll learn this about me, if your album's long, you gotta be good for a lot of that out. You gotta be good for its duration. And for 20 songs, could have easily been 10, and been, I would've given it like, I do wish it was shorter. I, I would've agree. given it maybe like in the 6, 7 range or something, or yeah. higher. Yeah. But Future, I gave him a four. He was probably out of five, but the tediousness killed me. Yeah, Future, I give it a five and a half. I think it's enjoyable, but long. And it's one of those songs where probably the best way to listen to it is listen to it once, get the songs you like off of it. Take your tracks and don't ever listen to the whole thing. I was about to say, make a playlist called, like, The Wizard uh, EP or something, whatever (laughs) you want to call it. The Wizard remastered exactly. in HD digital 4K 8K yeah. surround sound. Make your own playlist of the songs you like and then go ham. That. Go ham, yeah. And uh, our last music thing, we're going to do a quick just kind of initial because it just came out today. On we're going to let sit. We're going to let bake for a little yeah, bit. Boogie's debut, Everything's for Sale. Yeah. Um, Shady record alum or signing. already. He got, I mean, yeah. He's like, His but first in. album. Yeah, he's just out. Uh, yeah, Boogie's debut album, a rapper from Compton, apparently grew up on the same block as Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, that's pretty dope, actually. Yeah, uh, only like a year or two younger than him, too, which is wild. Yeah, he's been working for a while, man. Yeah, um, to give some quick little first impressions before we kind of let this album sit a little longer, I really like it. I think it's pretty dope. I think, um... Boogie's really shown himself to be really young talent. The first time I ever heard it, heard him was on Book of Ryan, mm-hmm. on the song "Dumb." I thought he was great on that, yeah. and then "Dumb, Dumb," and then um, he got his own album. Uh, to give you just a early, just if you, if you like, he has a song "Silent Ride." Mm-hmm. If you if you listen to "Silent Ride" and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is good," listen to this album, because in my opinion. He is very talented. This album shows a lot of promise, and I think that I think Boogie's got some really good things in his future. Oh yeah, for sure. He showed a lot of versatility because this album isn't. Oh yeah. Maybe it's not. It's very moody. It's very real. Like I feel a lot of the emotion and stuff he's talking mm-hmm. about. It's a. It's an album. I think real is the best word to describe it. Definitely, I agree. It's when very he said real. everything's for sale, it almost feels like he literally took everything. From his life and sort of that, or everything significant to him. He wore it all on his, he put his heart on his sleeve. Yeah, he literally put it out on the table and told you to take what you like, because, man, it's a it's a good listen. Uh, I just want to point out a few things. Uh, one of my, my favorite track in the early go, I have like my favorite three. Yeah. I really like the intro. Definitely. Uh, I like Soho featuring that boy Jid, who oh, continues yes. to tear it up. Him and Jed play, uh, Jed, Jid. <laughs> Jed. Jed. Him and Jid play off each other wonderfully. Yeah, it's great. And I also like, uh, uh, this came out in 2018, but Self-Destruction. Glad it oh, made self- it on here. Self-Destruction's great. It's just a fun hook, and it's 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 a more fun song on an album that I think sometimes feels like it's going yeah. into some very personal stuff. I and agree. the other thing I wanted to touch on is Eminem. Yikes. Yikes. We're not going to get... We, we're we not going to try. I mean, we would get views if we pissed off the Eminem stan base. Maybe next time we'll do a close reading of Eminem's verse. 
yeah. during our next review. Yeah, next week when we go into, like, we kind of talk about it more like we did Blake in the future. But I just want to say, leave you with this this one part where he says something about, it's like a shepherd fucking his sheep because it's fuck what you heard. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for Madison Square Garden. Oh, my God. From Saturday Night Live. That, yeah, that, that line is. I, I laughed in like disbelief. Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't even know if it's bad or it is bad. It but, is like, bad. We can agree. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Like I felt like I was laughing, but I was in pain. Oh yeah. Also, I just want to give another quick shout out to another album. It's like watching a Medea film. <laughs> um. So I'm listening currently to uh, Dave. I believe the last name is Kooning. Mm-hmm. Kooning, some of that nature. Uh, he is the killer's lead guitarist. I'm listening to. I'm not done with it. I'm yeah. listening to his debut solo album, Prismism, which I might also check out because I'm trying to always expand the horizons. You dig? And yeah, I uh, so far I recommend it. I've got a few songs left, but it's a fun time. I think uh, there's some really cool AB synth type vibes in it, and some very cool rock, some very cool rock music in it. And yeah. I think that. Uh, if you like rock music and you like alternative or 80 synth or mm-hmm. any of those, check it out. Yeah. And uh, we're uh, pretty much done, I'd say. Uh, I think we'd normally maybe – I mean, this is probably the shortest episode. Yeah. And episode lens, we'll keep it in like – the. it'll be like in the range of an hour 20. That's kind of like the boundary we'll set, and then it'll fluctuate with yeah. what we have to talk about our times. Um, Aiden's got to go on a date to an opera. It is not a date. Oh my bad. It's not Aiden. Hey Leah, if you ever, if you, if the opera gets boring, Leah, just put this on with Aiden, and get in a car and do what all young millennials do in cars, and that's pray to Jesus. I was gonna say if you were gonna go a different route with that. No nah, man, I, just worship the Lord. The only name and the only thing in either of your mouths should be the word of the Holy Savior Himself. Amen. I'm not going on a date tonight. To all my friends listening. To all, the, yeah. So don't be disheartened, listener. If you want to take Aiden out on a date, here's how you do it. <laughs> you hate Ariana Grande. You're a uh, progressive who's not racist, and yeah. you um like the Black Keys. Yeah, yeah. You like Turn Blue, especially Turn Blue. <laughs> I was gonna make a really bad joke. Should I do it? Go for it. I was gonna say Turn Blue. Um, that's what they'll be doing when they say choke me, Daddy. <laughs> Like you know, the lack of oxygen. Ah, uh, some people's kink, man. I'm not trying to shame it. It's 2019. Uh, it's not my kink. I'll tell you how, that. How are we gonna solve? How are we gonna? I almost dropped the mic. How are we gonna solve racism if we don't let white men appreciate kinks? White men are gonna solve racism. You heard it here, folks. Ah, uh, <laughs> this podcast has not been canceled. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Have a nice day. I'm not going on a date. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>